the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. During the day, then we kick back and relax in the evenings. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Biden's abortion executive order is not going to make that procedure legal in the state of Texas. The pro-life group Texas Right to Life says the order signed by the president Friday is an apparent attempt to appease the far left, adding the extreme wing of the Democrat Party has been calling for actions from Mr. Biden since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June. But the group says the order is largely ineffectual and will not change the legitimacy of pre-Roe statutes of the Texas trigger ban, that is Ron DeRocks for Californians leaving the state. Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago study looked at relocation patterns dating back to the start of the pandemic. They found that COVID led to more residents leaving California at a faster pace. Taxes are extremely high in California. Crime is rampant and businesses are massively regulated. California's coronavirus mandates were also deemed extreme. Tasha Stevens reporting. And this is SRN New. What's your favorite high school sports memory? A late-inning rally? A game-winning shot? A photo finish? Maybe it's a pep rally or a pregame ritual. Maybe it's the euphoria of a late-night bus ride home after a hard-fought win. Maybe it's having pizza with teammates after the game. Now, imagine if it never happened at all. School sports need your help. With budgets getting tighter, it's more than the games that are on the line. It's all the traditions, the community pride, the culture of your hometown high school, plus all those memories that are on the line, too. What can you do? It's simple. Buy a ticket when you can. Go to a game. Take the whole family. Let's do everything we can to keep those cherished school sports memories alive. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger, and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Well, welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening today. I always have to remember I've got different end openings with different lengths. <laughs> so all of a sudden I look up, it's like, wait. Normally i got an extra 10 seconds there. Anyway, thank you for being here. Um, we did not have a... See if, let's see how much John remembers of his training way back when for The King Banyan Show. Price of a gallon of gas at the uh, station across from the mothership is boom. It was four sixty nine yesterday yeah. evening. Yesterday, that's yesterday evening. I did air and not check it real quick when I came yeah. in, but that was okay. last night. It was four sixty nine. It's got to yeah. be right around there. Right twenty four seventy two nationwide. Uh, I actually saw four fifty four up here, uh, which is unusual. We usually have a higher price than you do down in Egan, but uh, we're actually below you right now. Uh, here in the St. Cloud area, I see lots of 459s and uh, and 464s. Um, but uh, anyway, that's that's interesting, and this is part of the story, right? People saying, well, there must be a recession happening because look at this: the price of gas has gone down for three weeks in a row. Price of copper is coming down. Everything's coming down. All right. Uh, again, I'm going to ask people to slow their roll. All right. I'm going to read to you a little bit of. Um, of the of the good uh, Brian Westbury uh, from First Trust, uh, just to just to read, um, uh, just to take the negative part of the jobs report that we just finished discussing in the last hour. If you miss the first hour, you can actually well you can come back here and listen on Sunday uh, from nine to t- from nine to eleven. You can hear the replay of the show. But if you miss that too, they always have the option of grabbing the podcast. Just go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, and you can find it there. You just 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 look at podcast. Click on that. Click on that. Uh, make sure you're signed up to the VIP club because that's a good thing. And then after that, you can get all our shows going back to goodness knows when. Um, but I'm just going to read you a little Brian Westbury. Civilian employment alternative measure of jobs that includes small business startups declined 315,000 in June while the labor force dropped 353,000. Even though the unemployment rate remained at a low 3.6%, the participation rate slipped to 62.2% from a prior 62.3%. Does this mean we're already in a recession like some investors fear? Not by a long shot. Uh, Payrolls grew 539,000 per month in quarter one, 375,000 per month in quarter two. That's not a recession, not even close. High inflation is still the biggest problem, unquote. That from Brian Westbury's post uh, yesterday morning. Very, very, um, very, very good, uh, quick analysis. By the way, if you don't subscribe to their blog at First Trust, you're, you're missing something. It's got a real, it's, it's really, really good. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a daily read for me. Um, so um, you, should, you should be sure to uh, look in on that. I don't see, I, I tell people I don't see recessions coming again. Three of those four indicators that we use for it, employment, industrial production, 
employment, industrial production, and personal income have have yet to actually make peaks and show me three consecutive months of decline. Real retail sales have because prices have risen so fast and people have held back. So, I mean, am I on recession watch? Yeah, I think I kind of have to be. I'm watching for the signs of it. But I'm telling you, I don't see it yet. I don't see how, and I don't see how it is that other people are seeing this as well. Um, so I'm going to replay uh, a cut I played for you uh, in the last hour. This was Tom Gimble at, on CNBC talking about the fact that, hey, people are talking about there being a recession, but I'm not seeing it in terms of the hiring process going on. Cut number one. Now, the job market's really hot, Joe. I mean, we had a record uh, second quarter. We had a record June. We continue to see both. All we do is white-collar search and white-collar staffing. We seem continue to see record months. Uh, it's, I was just talking to a couple CEOs last week, and it's fascinating that we're, we're gonna, people are thinking we are in a recession or, or may, are heading towards one, yet we have unemployment at 3.5%. I think this is really what you see. And I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm just everything's 2020 hindsight. When you flood an economy uh, with cash and people don't save, they spend that you're you're going to have some tough times ahead. And we have inflationary situation, but it's not. You know, we talked about years ago a jobless recovery. Uh, now it's a job full recovery, and it's it's mind boggling to an extent. Yeah, well, it is a job full re- recovery. This is there's lots of jobs available. We're still, we're you know, it was very interesting. I, one number that I didn't talk about yet. People know I love reading the job openings and labor turnover survey, or JOLTS for short. That's the acronym. That survey is the one that tells you the number of open positions out there. That number got to to almost 12 million job openings. In the economy. Remember, the number of people unemployed in the U.S. right now who are actively seeking employment is less than 6 million. That number, since that April number that was like 11.8 or 11.9, is now down around 11.2. But that's two steps down. Everyone's like, see, job market's rolling over. A number of openings are coming down. It's like, you still have, you know. Um, it, it's almost like, you know, two jobs for every unemployed person, which doesn't rhyme for the Beach Boys song, but it, 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 it gets that point across, right? It gets that point, it gets that point across that there's still lots of job openings out there. The quit rate is, is just a little bit off of where it was before, but you're beginning to see signs that the logistics challenges for, for supply, for the supply chain issues are being resolved, and that is part of what higher prices do. Higher prices are an inducement to get those problems solved. Right? Prices are an incentive wrapped, you know, wrapped in a signal. The signal is, hey, things could, things are really tight in this market right now. The incentive is, if you can be the first one to get that good to market, you're going to reap high prices. You're going to, you know, before your costs go up compared to everybody else, you're going to be in that marketplace. You're going to be, you're going to be serving them. That's, that's the incentive that's in, that's the incentive that's out there. And, and, and that's, that's really, really helping with, with a lot of that. Let's listen to another cut. This is David Kelly, um, chief, uh, chief strategist at, uh, at JP Morgan, 
Chase, and he he was talking about this as well after the jobs report yesterday, Friday, on CNBC, cut number five. Well, it was a, a good report. It's nice to see over 300,000 jobs created. Uh, but remember, employment is a lagging economic indicator. And in this particular weird business cycle, it's going to lag even more because we have a huge number of job openings, and that is still causing employment growth to be strong, even though final demand is weakening here. Uh, you know, the, the Atlanta Fed right now is running at a negative 1.9% for second quarter growth. Our numbers are stronger than that. We think we could still eke out a positive number. But overall, very little GDP growth in the first half of the year, lots of job growth. And what the Federal Reserve should recognize here is it's going to slow down. It will slow down later on this year. It's important not to be too aggressive right now, because uh, if you raise rates a lot right now, you could have a real problem at the end of the year and going into 2023. So, first of all, the Atlanta Fed, when he says this, had not posted its latest change, which came after the jobs report. Their change after the jobs report went from minus 1.9 to to negative 1.2. They're not back to zero, but it jumped back toward zero just on the basis of yesterday's report. So that's why I say this jobs report was a good jobs report because it makes it more likely that the GDP number for Q2 comes in positive. I am not saying that the number will come in positive or negative. It's going to be a fairly low number. Um, I was reading, it's not available online, but I was reading a speech. Where do I find that speech? I'm going to have to hang on just a second. I need to turn on a a little thing here um, to find this. What did I do? Did I lose that? Hmm. Anyway, uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, nope. Oh, there it is, right here. This is um, this is Chris Waller. He was the he he is a member of the Federal Reserve Board of Governors. He was the research director at the St. Louis Fed. So both he and and James Bullard, who's the president of the St. Louis Fed, were out on the same day. And and I don't know that they talk to each other on a daily basis, but it feels like they kind of are feeding off each other, which I found very interesting. Um, So Waller was out saying, and I'm just going to have to read this because I don't have an audio. I don't have audio for this. I expect real real GDP growth in the United States to be below 1% this year and then to rebound slightly to around 1.5% next year. I, unquote, I find that interesting because my guess is Waller is also in favor of still moving the Fed funds rate to a much higher level than it is right now. Bullard's been very strong about that. But Bullard was out on the same day you can find my tweet to this effect with the slide that he showed the audience. This also I don't have audio for, but I have. But they posted his slide deck, and what? And he's been giving this talk for about six weeks now, and and so he gave it. He gave it the beginning of June. Then he was overseas, and he gave it at a at a conference in Europe uh, in the latter half of June. And now he's here, and you can compare slides. Here's a slide that was different. He's looking at the differences between GDP, which we all talk about, and gross domestic income, or GDI, which is another way of measuring the, the level of economic activity. Remember, I said in the last hour this, this, that production, income, and sales should all be about the same number. They, they, you should be able to use 
to calculate the amount of output in the economy from any of those three areas. You could sum them all up, and if you use the right accounting, you should land on approximately the same number, except for a statistical discrepancy. He's looking at that combination of GDI and GDP, and he says, hey, they've gotten pretty far out of whack. And he says, based on what I'm seeing and what we know about what happens when these two numbers get out of whack in the past, the GDP number moves toward GDI. And so he's, he's not even saying that this number is going to be below 1%. But it's worth thinking about this point. If you've got two members of the Federal Open Market Committee still saying that GDP for the year is going to be above 1% for the year, how is it that that's a, a forecast of a recession? The Fed doesn't really, at least these two members of the Fed, don't think so. Um, and that's very important for what we're going to talk about next. Coming up right after this, we're going to have some Muhammad el who's been more right than wrong uh, over the last year and a half, uh, says, hey, the Fed should not be for turning. We'll be back right after this King Bangy Show, The Biz, 1440. You sure you just haven't made thousands of mistakes? up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We tried Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, and after a couple of weeks, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and there was a lot less scratching and shedding. My dog smelled and scratched constantly. We bathed and sprayed her, took her to the vet, but no results. Now, a little Dynavite in her food helps Bella keep her beautiful coat with no scratching or smell. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. What kind of legacy will you leave behind? Tune into this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike as they'll be discussing your legacy issues, the necessary steps you need to take to ensure your affairs are in order and that you're not leaving a mess for those you love. Whether you're young or old, rich or not so rich, this topic is critical for you, your spouse, and your loved ones. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, 2 p.m. Sunday on The Biz 1440, or call them today at 855-231-6010. Before Bamboo HR, <laughs> I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, <laughs> it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. Dad, guess what? What? 
You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Hi, I'm Anthony Commerce with Commerce Water. A year ago, we introduced wet technology into our softeners. It's exclusive to Commerce. Since then, customers have saved an average of 700 gallons of water and over 300 pounds of salt each year. And you can too. Go to Commerce.com. Welcome back. King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening. Hey, before I go further in this uh, talking about uh, the jobs report, the recession, and all that, I want to take a moment to uh, congratulate some work that uh, I know uh, John, who's here today, John Berg, our, our operations manager, I believe that's your title. I'm uh, the program director, assistant ops program manager. Manager. That's right. Assistant ops manager and program director. Wow. That's right. Okay. All right. Running Thank out of room, you, you know. Yeah. You know, well, um, I used to joke with somebody that uh, that he he actually had three lines for his title on his business card. <laughs> dude, dude. Too much. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. What does that even mean? Less is more oh, in that God. scenario. Less is yeah. more. Yeah, what's the matter with jack of all trades? Because my my business card only has one word under position, dean, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to the point, it's, a, <laughs> it's the best. I mean, I'm telling you. I mean, except except for the president and the provost, who own, even the provost has more words than I do. But president is just president, and then after that, dean. dean. I love that. It's the best thing. Um, but anyway, John, hey, I want to congratulate you. Uh, uh, how long has this been going on? Uh, you've now been uh, producing a, a daily podcast for Michelle Tafoya yeah, on so behalf of Salem. Exactly. Yes. Uh, we started the week leading up to Memorial Day. Uh, so I think it was the 24th or the 23rd of May was our first episode. So we're what it, that puts us at the end of week uh, six, I think. I think we're at the end of week six. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been it's been great working with Michelle. Uh, it's about, I'd say they're 30 to 60 minutes, depending on who we have as a guest. And we've got a lot of liberty to just have great guests on, have honest conversations. Uh, we're picking some guests that you, you might not necessarily expect to turn on Salem in here. Uh, but they're great conversations about important, you know, important topics going on right now. For example, we had Christine Brennan. I believe you saw the episode. She was just on, on town hall review this morning. Actually, they used part of that episode, uh, for the discussion of the Saudi golf league. Um, it was really, it's really great. And, and meeting the guests, you know, getting to work this all out for Michelle and then getting to be there for every minute of it. It's been very, it's, it's very re- rewarding. And it's the kind of program I'm proud to be, to be producing. So check it out at uh, SalemPodcastNetwork.com, SalemPodcastNetwork.com and at YouTube, Sideline Sanity with Michelle Tafoya. Yeah, that's a, it's a wonderful thing. I, I, I listen. I'm not a watcher. I'm not, I'm not really a YouTube yep. person. If yep. my eyes are in front of a TV, it's usually to watch uh watch some show that i'm interested in i don't do youtubes very much i'm the same way um <laughs> yeah but um but uh i love listening to her i mean i remember her radio days and and the fact that she's she's good just to listen to she's but uh the show is 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 visual i mean you can see it 
I love the list of guests you brought in. I've had some people – you've had some people in. I, Christine Brennan would be one of them. I'm like, oh, my God, Christine Brennan. It, awesome. That was very right? cool. It was very cool. That was cool. awesome, yeah. right? Right. Uh, you've had uh, um, Ennis Cantor Freedom, who's – We did. Certainly uh, – which I found interesting because I just saw he's uh, – He's doing a fundraiser for uh, for some Republican candidates here in Minnesota uh, in the next week or two. At the same time, I don't think of him as – I mean, I think of him as being pretty liberal but with a strong human rights record. Definitely. Uh, and, 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 and that – by the way, that interview with Michelle was amazing. I thought it was I really – loved, loved, loved that one. But I'm a big fan. I, I have to say I'm like a fanboy when it comes to Ennis Cantor Freedom. Uh, I have his – I have his – his jersey um I mean, <laughs> I mean i do not i do not have a jason i'm a big celtics fan i do not have a jason tatum or jalen brown jersey i do have a larry bird jersey i well, of course and i do have a and i do have a john havrilchek jersey and now i've added ennis Cantor freedom to that list well a word on um, that that conversation with him even off air i mean the conversation that we have up as our podcast was was outstanding and he was so gracious to join us he was in the middle of traveling and I'm not sure even what time zone he was in. We had to set that up uh, pretty last minute. But uh, I, I guess the way I would phrase it, I, I you know, I don't know if I don't know how spiritual you are, but I think of some people as just having like a really, really good spirit, and he is one of them. Yeah. He was just so positive, and he was very open about the fact that you know he doesn't know everything, but he, he's he's sort of educating himself on all these things, and he's pointing out contradictions, he's pointing out uh, perceived hypocrisies. He's just a really, a really good guy. He, he, I, after the conversation, both Michelle and I just looked at each other and smiley, like felt better or something after talking to him. He just yeah. really, he really had a good spirit, a really positive spirit and positive way about him. So, yeah, and I think of him as somebody who can, as someone who doesn't seem, it doesn't really seem to matter where you are on the political spectrum. After you talk, after you listen to him, you're like, oh wow, that yeah, really interesting. And he's talking about, yeah, and, and that's kind of what I like. I really love about about her show is is that uh, I hear some things that I'm not. I mean, I I will say there's a there's an absence of a lot of that on uh, on terrestrial radio and on and even in the podcast world. Stuff that is kind of the word eclectic is not the right word for it, but something that's really very open minded that you can have Ennis Cantor Freedom one day and this this lovely young woman uh, from Prager University on the next exactly. uh, on a couple of weeks later exactly. you're like holy <laughs> heck that's 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 really that's really doing what I think is is uh, valuable so um, so uh, congratulations to you to her uh, and uh, best of luck uh, best of luck with the show John thank you king um, i appreciate it and the yeah, keyword there yeah. is valuable it is valuable this is the kind of show that i absolutely can you know throw throw all my support behind and really be proud it's 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 going uh, to be wonderful so check it out folks youtube and salempodcastnetwork.com uh, thank you thank you i i i wanted to do that because uh, i i just you know john is I, I have lo- I've had lots of producers, and I will say John is many of them are my favorites. But John John is a is is a favorite. <laughs> but you know I don't like it any more than the others. But I'm just really proud of what of of, of I'm really proud of that that he's producing this show. Uh, and it's just and I'm proud I'm proud of I have to say I'm proud of Salem for uh, supporting it. Uh, it's not it it's it, it actually is taking a risk, and I think it's fabulous that they're doing so. Uh, 651-289-4477. And uh, we're talking about the job support. Okay, so we have to give Muhammad Elarian his time. 
Uh, I've been doing the. I've been doing a lot of Larry Summers. Larry's going to have to wait for next week. Uh, I don't want to do him today, uh, but uh, I want to talk about the fact. Right. So we've got the Fed out there saying, "Hey, things are really different." I tweeted to you another guy that has been just just uh, during the last break. Another guy who's been out there, someone who worked for the Obama White House, has been uh, Jason Furman, but has been maybe not as vocal and not as covered as Summers, because Summers was a Treasury Secretary and Jason Furman was was head of uh, uh, was at one time head of uh, Obama's Council of Economic Advisors, uh, but Jason Furman, a Harvard trained economist who came out also said, "Hey, this." This uh, American recovery plan is is not good. He, you know, it's going to cause some inflation. He, I just put up a, a clip for you to sort of indicate his work on whether or not a recession is coming. I encourage you to read that. It's too long for me to really take you through. But the graph that I've put put up there is to show that using some a pretty well received way of measuring whether or not a recession is coming, which is a uh, sort of another rule that's sort of like the one I was giving you before, although, again, the way the NBER does a recession measure is it's looking at four graphs and using basically a council of experts. And in this world, we don't really love experts anymore. So people question whether or not the NBER should be the people that do this. Well, do you want the government doing it? It'll just be a different group of experts. Um, these folks, at least, don't really have political agendas to work work with that com- i know them i i can read the members of the of that committee that's making the determination i would say they're all over the map but what one of the things i need to do is to be sure that you're hearing from people on both sides of the spectrum muhammad alarian is no conservative he's no conservative at all but he said the fed is really kind of behind the curve here so he was on um, Bloomberg yesterday, he was on Bloomberg television. You could have heard him on Bloomberg radio as well with Jonathan Farrow and, uh, Tom Keen and, and, and the folks, the folks on, on the opening. And he was talking about the fact that the fed really, really can't back down and kind of has to go full board. Let's play this cut number six. They won't get that from the CPI data. They won't get that from the jobs data. They would get it if they took a more holistic view of the economy. You, you, you know what happened to orders in ISM. Um, but this Fed isn't stopping. This Fed is going to do 75 basis points and when it meets this month. And this Fed needs to catch up, John. They're not just reacting. They are catching up. And that's why they simply cannot wait. And 75 is the new 50 now, for now. 75 is the new 50. So I, here's what I believe. I believe they will do 75. And I think they have to do 75 this next meeting. And I do think that what you're hearing, particularly for, as I mentioned in the last segment, from Bullard, from Waller, and from a f- few other people, contra to uh, the, the Randy Krosner comment that, uh, that where, we think it, where he says there's going to be a significant slowing in the second half, uh, Waller and, 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 and Waller and Bullard and, and what I would consider to be the, the, the hawkish votes on the FOMC are all at 75, and I think they would still will do. The thing to watch for next, I think, is really going to be the Jackson Hole Conference out in, uh, out in Wyoming uh, um, 
that happens in the second half of August. I don't know the dates just yet. Uh, but it will be Esther George's uh, last conference as president of the Kansas City Fed, which hosts that meeting. Uh, and I expect that to be – but I also expect that you'll hear from uh, Chair Powell, and we're actually going to get some insight into the pathway then. Let's play one more cut from uh, Muhammad Alarian. Cut number seven, please. So I think they certainly are going to try to get to the restrictive level. I worry that on the way there, they may break something, and then you get the stop-go uh, phenomenon that would be the worst possible outcome for this economy. You, we need to get inflation out of the system. We really do. And we need to take advantage. We should have taken even more advantage last year of the strong economy, but we still need to take advantage of a strong labor market to get that done. Because otherwise, we will have both an inflation problem and a growth problem next year. Right. With, and and that's what you keep, that's what you try to avoid. Because if you have an inflation problem and a growth problem, that's stagflation. And I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think we're in a recessionary period just yet. And I don't think we're going to be in one until sometime in 23, at which point, hopefully, the Fed will have gotten itself to a position of restriction. The question is really what that restriction level looks like. And I want to talk about that coming up in just a moment here on The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. noticed we had a leak in our roof. Hey, I'm Brenda from Stillwater, Minnesota. We noticed some water staining in our ceiling by our chimney. This is our first time working with JTR Roofing. A close friend had recommended them and had a great experience. They ended up replacing our roof and performed the work on our chimney. I would recommend JTR Roofing because they were reliable, friendly, there were no hidden costs in their quotes, and the craftsmanship was outstanding. Not only do they do an outstanding job on our home, but also they support the community. They've had a good reputation in the 30 years that they've been in business. And just overall, it was just a wonderful experience working with the company. I was absolutely satisfied with the work. Absolutely, we're thinking about having our windows replaced and we will be calling JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. The Stone Arch Bridge, the St. Paul Skyline, Gooseberry Falls. You can own one of the hundreds of iconic Minnesota images captured by award-winning Twin Cities photographer Wayne Moran for half off the regular price. You'll get a signed 36-inch print of your choice for your home, office, or to give as a gift. Normally $540, now just $270. Only five of these special print offers are available, so call the radio station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. Education is absolutely the most critical decision you can make for your children. To get half off, it's a no-brainer. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, his better half, and we're from Oakdale. We wanted a strong Christian school with conservative values. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. I asked the station several times to make sure that I understood that there weren't strings attached, and, and there were no strings attached. 
The impact on our kids has been amazing. Their critical thinking is stronger and they're better equipped for life. Yeah, the power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions and it just makes them better adults. Send your child to a private school for half the cost for their first year. No strings attached. For details and participating schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack Attack, oh, Rack Shack Barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack Attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, Let's try that. There we go. Here we are. I think. You're good to go, King. You're good to go. Yeah. I don't know. Something happened there. All of a sudden, the the microphone looked like it was on, but I wasn't sending any signal to it. It just took a little do, and I was looking at it, too. You know what? Let's not question too much. We're good to go. We're good to go. All right. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Um, I was wondering why the music was still there. Uh, Now I know why. Um, Someone asked on Twitter at uh, Pound KBRS. You know, what I think about the CPI number for Wednesday. I'm boring on this. I'm just telling you. Um, I'm right at the consensus, what I think is a consensus of 0.5 on the headline and 0.3 on the core. Uh, Only because I think the number on the headline would be lower if they measured it a week later. But the sample week for CPI would have been when the gas prices were still quite high. Decline that we were talking about in the previous hour uh, about, you know, is actually over the last 24 days. So when you're measuring the CPI, you are measuring it on a particular reference week, and I think prices were significantly higher. I think the July number will be significantly lower, and that's why I think the Fed will not have to change anything. I don't think the Fed's going to be impelled to change anything by the data from 75 basis points at the July meeting. What they do in early September, 
Well, remember, they're all going to be together uh, at Jackson Hole in August, and I suspect there will be, you might call it an informal meeting out, out uh Jackson Hole, of course, is, is out in the around Yellowstone, and there's, and so they're going to be tromping around outside, looking at looking at the mountains and contemplating what to do with monetary policy. And my guess is, you, it's the September meeting that I'm waiting on. I think the, that that's the one where I want to see will they scale back to fifty. I think they'll have they will have the August they'll have the July number. But if I get my timing right, I don't know that the August number will be in yet. Uh, and that might at least let them cut back to a 50 basis point increase. Of course, that still puts them above 3%. But in my view, and this is this is the important point, and I don't know that uh, my tweeter was listening to me or just reacting to a, to a tweet, but, um, um, but I, I think they actually have to get the Fed funds rate closer to 4% before they can actually say they're leaning into and coming to a restrictive point. The Fed has not actually identified what they think restriction is. And given that they're, that the consensus, uh, the consensus uh, from the, uh, the survey of, uh, of economic projections uh, in, at the June meeting, indicated that they believe that they're going to end up at three quarter to three and a half by the end of 2022. Tells me that they, while they think the inflation rate's still going to be above four percent the end of 2022, is they think they can achieve a soft landing by keeping the real Fed funds rate below zero. I don't think they can. I don't think that's really true. And so I think there's going to be pressure on them to actually go back and move the rate up a little bit further, which is why I think 75 basis points for September is in play. I think they might have to do a third 75 before they can actually get to where they need to go. Um, I th- I'm not sure if I played. I don't. Yes, I think I played both these these El Arian cuts. But uh, let me turn a little bit uh, just to sort of confirm this this is Seema Shah she is a, a uh, she's a global a US strategist excuse me for uh, principal global investors and she was on Yahoo Finance uh, on Friday talking about the jobs report and I thought she was saying some things that were really sound let's play let's play this first cut number three please Hi, thanks for having me on I, you know we I guess we were taking a very different take to that if anything we see the latest job market data as further evidence that you know, recession is not upon us. Um, certainly, the risks are still there. We we do believe that there will be U.S. recession in 2023. Uh, but as long as you have inflation pressures as high as they currently are, I think it's a very, very difficult question to ask the Fed uh, to stop at this point. So we are expecting further significant tightening from the Fed through the end of this year and certainly even into early 2023, too. And that's 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 exactly where, where I'm thinking as well. Is that is that you get 75, you get 75, and now you're into October, and only then could I imagine them cutting back a little bit. But I can't see them going from 75 to 25. So if I go 75, 75, 50, right? That's 200 basis points. That's eight moves, right? And 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 that gets that now gets you to 3.75. I've that's where I think they have to end up. And so when the market says 
Oh, three and a quarter, three and a half, three and a quarter, three and a half. And the market seems to be going around and around about whether or not a recession's coming. They take these data about about copper prices and, and oil and gas and the fact that a barrel of oil, you know, is trading in the high nineties. Um and, and that that's a sign of a significant that's a significant sign of recession coming. I I will say this much. I think Europe will be in recession before the end of this year. I think the U.S. may, in fact, be the last place where the recession happens. It will happen elsewhere. I think it will happen in Europe. I think it's already to the extent you could talk about like a growth recession where you've got positive GDP, but something that will feel like a recession in China. I think they're there. Um, I don't have... I only have about 10 minutes of airtime left here. I can't really talk too much to you about China. But I just want to say I think there's some really significant issues happening in the Chinese economy. And I think those will spill to Australia and New Zealand um, as well. Um, So I do think the United States is the last place you see a recession. And one of the reasons is because we spent so much on, in fiscal policy, to hand savings out to people, as Ms. Shaw says as, as well here, cut number four. Well, it was a, a good report. Nope. It's not. Oh, oh. So it, it is a good point. So when you look at your aggregate consumer, your average consumer in the U.S. still has some savings to fall back on. Um, so even as things get tougher, they're able to rely on their savings to support them, and that is one of the key reasons why consumer spending in the U.S. And actually, a lot of parts of the world has been quite resilient through this slowdown. But unfortunately, for some of the lower income households, um, they are back to where they were pre-COVID. And you're starting to see that same dynamic form for the for the slightly um, for the households with slightly more wealth than that lowest income. Right. And so I and I again, I think that that's the piece to watch for me. Consumer spending is going to be the piece I watch the most followed by housing when those tip over when those two things tip over and and again the real retail sales numbers look like they made a peak i'm still waiting it's it's like the slightest bit of decline after a large rise there's still a lot of retail spending out there and until i see something else confirming either in the income data or in the manufacturing data or in the employment data, I'm not sure what to say. So I tweeted to you uh, the piece that Jason Furman did, right, saying, hey, employment's kind of weird. We played this clip uh, from from uh, David Kelly um, uh, that talked about, the, talked about well, employment's going to be really different this time. Okay, everyone should know, I'm no fan of any argument that starts with uh, it'll be different this time, right? I'm no fan of that. Um those who do not learn from history are condemned to repeat it. Um, and I think those who choose not to learn from history and say, well, this time is different, there's a variety of things happening here from from wish casting to, uh, on one hand, hey, the market needs more stimulus, so you should be you should not be raising rates so fast, Fed, to the, to the Mohammed Al-Aryans who say, hey, the Fed's going to get weak knees. It's going to go back to the stop-go monetary policies of the latter 1970s, and that's the worst of all worlds. I don't actually think either of those things will happen. I mean, I, I, I'm a big believer in muddle through. Um, it's how we got through the COVID period. We kind of just muddled through. 
and I think there'll be continued muddling uh, over the next few, over the next twelve months. And I and the, muddling through doesn't necessarily mean a soft landing, but I also think it means not a not a big crash either. I think you're looking at a second at a first half of 2023, probably first half of 23, mild recession brought on by by the higher interest rates and the fact that there are going to be some people in the stock market who still have investments that at positive real interest rates make no sense and they're going to have to reallocate that. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan show on the Biz 1440. Life in capitalism always ends in billionaires. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Free, what a great word. We're often asked if we give free estimates. The truth is that very little is actually free, but we absolutely do offer free, no-obligation estimates on roofing, siding, gutters, and windows, and we feel privileged to do so. This makes me think of the incredible cost of salvation, so costly that nobody, nobody can afford it. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. The only way to pay our sin debt is with death. Ouch. The verse continues with, But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Honestly, there is very little cost to us doing an estimate for you, and we actually get the benefit of meeting you too. But think of the cost of salvation. If you have any questions about your home's exterior or about the free gift of salvation, please look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org Pro-Life Across America Educational, non-political, and tax-deductible A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception Pro-Life Across America The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin Cities schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Ibelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At Ibelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Ibelieve.com. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. 
Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, the Biz 1440. Last segment for today on a job Saturday. And I just want to go back to what I think is the where I started the show, talking about how businesses are hiring labor and the fact that uh, we have wage growth that's still high. And everyone's focused on, well, compared to the headline CPI number, real wages are still falling. It's like, yeah, but let's pick that apart just a little bit. Um. I tweeted it uh, using the hashtag pound KBRS, and so you can go back and find it. I've got a graph that I tweeted about 90 minutes ago, showtime, um, that um, that has a graph of average hourly earnings, both for all of the private sector and then for production and non-supervisory employees. Stripping out management, in essence, stripping out the white-collar jobs. What's happening with those wages? Those wages have backed off slightly, but, but for, the, for the production and non-supervisory employees, okay, that's much more than just saying blue-collar jobs, but it would include most, most it would include the blue-collar jobs, but it also includes sort of the, the non-supervisory white-collar jobs as well, uh, the office managers, the, the, the retail sales clerks, all of that, right? That's grown over the last 12 months at 6.4%. I'm having a difficult time seeing how we end up with a recession actually having already happened in a world where wages are rising by that amount. I get little bits of anecdote from here and there to say, hey, you know, uh, the job market is actually getting looser than it was before. Hey, you know... Take a look at commodity prices. And commodity prices are great forecasters. I, when I build forecasting models for uh, even a regional economy or a national economy, I frequently will use as an indicator a price of copper or a price of gold or a price of oil as a way to sort of get a forward look at what's going to happen in that economy six months later. So it is possible that the recent, you know, two, three-week decline in the price of that gallon of gas that you've been observing as you drive around is telling me that a recession is coming. My point is it's not here yet. And I don't think it's going to be here for a while longer. This jobs market was in good shape, and we still have people trying to pass uh, pass through some, some increases. And to show you that where the focus of the market is right now, I'm going to play this last clip. This is Kyle Bass from Heyman Advisors. He's well known as a, as a China expert and very hawkish on China. He was on CNBC talking about tariffs as a way, to, as a way in which the Biden administration is trying to address inflation policy. This is cut number two, please. The reason we put these tariffs on had nothing to do with, quote, a trade war with China, which is kind of how it's how it's described in the media. What's important to note is 
China can act in uneconomic ways in certain sectors to ruin certain sectors of our economy and i.e. make us more dependent upon them. For instance, in the aluminum business, they were giving the aluminum smelters in China free electricity and they were selling aluminum far below where we could sell it here in America or make it in America. And they took our capacity utilization from the high 80s to the low 70s, meaning bankrupting our entire aluminum business. Well, imagine if we had to rely on China for our strategic and military aluminum. So that happened in steel, that happened in aluminum. And what we're talking about is saving like eight basis points on inflation to make a giant policy blunder from a national security perspective. It has to be one of the dumbest things that this administration's ever thought about. So they are, but the, the point being, you know, I'm a free trade guy, and so I don't mind removing tariffs. That's a pretty, but that's a pretty good point. And I want to think about this a second. If I look at the aluminum industry, if I look at if I look at uh, most of the metals industries and the mining sectors, most of those sectors are in fact folks that are in that blue collar area. Those wages are rising pretty rapidly. You have to think somehow that there's going to be. Um, a, a correction here, but the, but the fact is everybody is focused now on inflation. And if there was concern that a recession is coming, do you really think that the, that, that the White House would be focused on actually trying to remove tariffs? I think not. And that means that to me that in the least in the minds of those who are in a position, to, not only in a position to know, but who benefit from knowing, you have to think that the economy is going to continue to grow into the middle of this year and in toward the end of this year. I think it's still in that position. I think the jobs report gave us, uh, gave us further evidence that that, in fact, did happen and why I don't think a recession is coming anytime all that soon. Thank you, John, for your work today. I thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with Inflation Saturday here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Dad, why do you get so many phone calls? Well, son, many people need help with their homes after a bad storm. I want to be available to answer their calls no matter the day. Bad weather doesn't know it's Sunday, right? You know what? I want to be just like you when I grew up so I can help people too. Hi, I'm Alex, sales manager at Estate Claim Services. You know, I share that fond memory of a conversation with my son to show Estate Claim Services' commitment to our customers. We know storms don't wear a watch. You may not be available during our normal office hours, but relax, knowing that whenever you call, we're going to answer. It's the same with all our customers, because when you hire us to repair the storm damage on your home, you're working with a local Twin Cities company. We're not a storm chasing company. We're here when you need us and we'll be around long after the work is finished. Check us out online at estateclaimservices.com. Estate Claim Services, your local available anytime storm repair company. Search Estate Claim Services online today. Call my dad today. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. 
As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. Common ground for the small... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.